Hi, this is Ben from 561 Music Podcast. Right now, we're trying to get a thousand subscribers on YouTube. It just helps us get out there more. It also enables us to monetize the podcast, to make it better, do more advertising for it and things like that. Subscribe to the podcast and hit the notifications button. That would be doing us a really big favor. Thank you very much. Welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name's Ben. And I'm Hector. And how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. I'm going to Vegas this weekend. Oh, that's right. Isn't yeah. that exciting? Yeah, man. When we were young, uh, it's about, uh, what is it, like 30 bands or something in one day? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, there's no way we'll see them all, but, you know, I'll definitely be sprinting from stage to stage to catch, like, two songs at every stage. You know? Yeah, that's <laughs> excellent. Yeah, I remember really there was fun. all these sort of jokes about it when it first happened, you know, because people were People of, thought it wasn't real. They thought it wasn't going to, there was no way there's all these bands and whatever, which I don't understand. I mean, there's all these South by Southwest and Vans Warped Tour that used to go around and stuff. There was always these festivals with, like, a lot of really good bands. I don't know why people thought it was fake, but it's yeah. not fake. Or it is fake, and when I get there, it's just going to be an empty field. We'll see. It's just a huge <laughs> hole. <laughs> yeah, it'll suck. It'll suck. But that's fine. I'm still going to Vegas. No, so, I'm sure you have a really, awesome. really good time, man. I, You know, I'm kind of jealous. I'm yeah. super jealous. Yeah. You, if nothing else, it's a vacation plus a gazillion bands. You yeah, man. See. And Kelly and I are going to uh, – we hit 25 years this year, so we're doing uh, the Rock and Roll Wedding Chapel and renewing our vows. So that's yeah. going to be, like, ridiculous and fun at the same time. Excellent. <laughs> so this weekend we played Bark Back, didn't we? Yeah, we did, man. It was a good time. It was a good time. And thank God the rain held off. I thought for sure it was going to rain. Yeah, for real. We all woke up and I was like, oh, no. Yeah. It's coming down. Yeah, yeah. Cloud of doom. It was pouring rain. And then all of a sudden at, like, 11, it stopped raining. Yeah, no, it was really good fun, and um, you know, I've done it with no name, but it's nice to be invited to do it with Kilburn. Yeah. It was, it was, it yeah. was great. It was a lot of fun, and uh, I don't know, just in the field, they really stepped up their game. They had all of the oh, man, tents insane. and everything, all of the different vendors, yeah, and they had the food vendors and the uh, and the vendors with you know just selling stuff, different you know shop vendors and stuff, and then they had would they say ten dogs got uh, got adopted. Something yeah, like that. yeah, that's crazy. It that was, was like awesome. a, it was like a sort of a mini real festival. Yeah, yeah, it was, it cool. was fun. It was fun. Makes it makes us have to step up our five six one music festival game. I know. Yeah, really. <laughs> I'm going to get a, a bark back tattoo. I think I'm. I, I, nice. I'm do it. I've got my right leg is for miscellaneous tattoos. That's what I've designated it as. Like <laughs> like things that aren't kind of part of like a some kind of you know grand scheme sure sure so sure. yeah it's going on the right leg nice. I mean, yeah yeah kill billy's one next to it yeah exactly <laughs> i don't know because i'm scared of that because it's like the death of the band if you get a, your own tattoo i mean it? is it though i mean i don't know if it is or not but i i'm a little bit um creeped out by it feel free to get one yourself but, <laughs> but it could be the death of me not uh, the band so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh i don't know but anyway coral condi i think is her name yeah it is her name yeah. coral condi she's gonna do it yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen her work. Yeah, yeah. In a couple nice. of weeks, stuff, I'm going to go and do that. But uh, yeah, we're very lucky to have Sierra Lane with us today. How's it going, Sierra? Hi, guys. Sierra was <laughs> our first guest ever. I'm back. <laughs> yeah, <that's awesome. laughs> and now we kind of have our stuff together a bit more. It's nice to invite you to a slightly more professional outfit. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, a, it's an honor to be here. Yeah, <laughs> and it was really kind of you to. Uh, 
sort of get us out of the gate too you were a great guest to have on first because you were way more confident than us and just kind of Aww. came in with all this <laughs> swagger and, and just owned it and so um yes yeah, so i feel like now we can box our weight a little bit you know with you which is great and um so much has happened to you since we last saw you isn't it a lot yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's great yeah. busy I su- very busy i suppose the most the thing that everyone wants to happen, you know, for their band has happened to you. You've been signed. I have been signed. Why don't you tell yeah. us a little bit about that? So I got signed to Law Records, um, and it has been so amazing. Uh, I've gotten so many opportunities to get in touch with cool bands. And um, too young, uninitiated. Where's Law Records out of? Uh, Northern like, California, I believe. Okay, yeah. and it's a it's a predominantly a reggae label, right? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's. So Pepper's on the label, but um, Yassad, their drummer, is also like co-founder, president gotcha, type yeah. deal. So um, gotcha. it's Pepper's label, which is sick. Uh, I yeah, actually really. we'll talk we'll touch more about it later. But I, I recently got to meet them all and then played a show with them. Um, oh, nice! Don't ask me about dates because I don't remember when any of this was. Right. It's, it's all been it's all been one big year. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're just such a good family or ohana as they call it and um they're super supportive and super you know flexible and and just are really on my side and it's really it's it's honestly like best case scenario for me right now um just because i i i am still learning i am one of the youngest in the scenes and like most underdeveloped as far as like music goes like i only have two songs out and you know they saw enough potential in that and to sign me which i'm very grateful for um so for them to believe in me from the beginning is like like super amazing so i'm very grateful for that and i i just hope that i do right by them going forward yeah that's it's wonderful um and the fact that you've now been on the road a little bit um Mm -hmm. Yeah, who did you go on the road with? Again? Um, so I've been on the road with Cashed Out and Pacifier. Yeah, and um, I'm about to go on tour with um the Hip Abduction and Joe Samba, who are super amazing uh groups. So oh, I'm cool. really excited. So you've been out of state as well, haven't you? Where have you? Yeah, where, you, didn't you do a tour of Texas? Yeah, we went on a tour in Texas. Um, I believe it did four or five shows um we played a kind of it was kind of cool it's called tunes in the trees but uh this family built like a stage in their backyard in um fort worth okay and they've had cashed out before but uh we got to open for them there um so that was like the first time the, the first show there and then we went um i think it was Corpus Christi. Right. We played uh, Texas Sand Fest, which is like a sandcastle building like contest type deal. It was like really cool. It was interesting. Um, and then we played in Dallas, which was cool. We had to play Dallas Reggae Festival, nice. um, which is really cool. Um, a lot of a lot of awesome groups playing there. And then lastly, we played at Scout Bar in Houston. Yeah. That by far, I think. So far, besides playing at, sorry, I'm like far away from the microphone. Um, besides playing Janice, I think that was my favorite show. Like, sound was on point, lighting was on point, we played on point. Like, the crowd was amazing. Nice. Cashed out was amazing. We had two other openers that were also very amazing. I think that was like one of my favorite shows I've played so far. Um, Something that I find when um, I go on tour with bands is. Uh, you see what works and what doesn't in terms of what they're playing, mm-hmm. and it, and it really like 
it, it can be very um, creatively inspiring because you're like, oh, we need that in the set. Right, that, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, did you find you wanted to write music like as soon as you got off the tour? Um, yeah, a little bit for sure. Um, it was like more so inspiring as in like how can I up my game on tour as sure. opposed to like let me write new music, which it also played a part in that. But yeah. I was, I've seen just in the bands that I've seen and like played shows along with, um, they'll do like cool transitions that are in the same key as a song and then it'll go yeah. into it and like it'll, you know, just super cool stuff like that and just ways to up their stage presence. And sure, um, Pacifier, who's another band we went on tour with, um, they all switched instruments at one point and you didn't even like realize it happened until you were like, you're looking at them and they're like, wait, you're like, supposed mid, to be on drums. Or, yeah. Or, they're like, are like, That's yeah, cool. they did like kind of a transition or whatnot, um, which was really cool. So um, I've always just been trying to think about new ways to to up my game and yeah, those kind of medleys and things like that, and 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 instrumental sort of uh, dubbed out little transitions mm-hmm. between songs. It can right, yeah, it definitely definitely adds to the sheen and professionalism yeah, of the show for sure. Exactly. We've sort of ended up building some of those into our set just because um, we play so much that it kind of organically happens, mm-hmm. you know? Then all of a sudden you have a uh, you have this medley and you're like, okay, well, I guess we do that now, you know? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it happened for, like, our, our local shows. We've just been playing these songs for so long already that, um, you know, we just kind of, we didn't even, like, rehearse them. We've just been playing them for so long that we already have, like, our specific way we, that we play them. Yeah. So I like to incorporate some of that into, like, the professional sets and and stuff like that. And I, I like to throw in a cover um, into into those sets just because, like, not a ton of people know who I am yet. So um, I, if they're going to take away anything, it might as well be, like, a song that they know and then, like, the way that we play it, you know? Sure, right, yeah. So that's just kind of, like, another tactic I've been doing. But I've actually come up with enough originals now to play like at least a 45 minute set all original so definitely evolving on that end of things well, a lot of your covers um just from what i've seen when, when you've been playing out a lot of your covers are, are kind of original covers if right you know, i've you always play them yeah at, at the way they're i've never desired to play them the way that they're yeah, and that's written because awesome. yeah. i feel like um i don't know i just feel like that every, everyone's seen that you know yeah, yeah. and it, as long like if I, as long as I can make it original, but then give the crowd the familiarity that they're looking for in a yeah. in a in a local musician, like that's kind of what I was going for. So I like to bring like the the cool covers that I play into that professional set because yeah. you know even if they, everyone knew all of my originals, like they are gonna feel extra connected to yeah. to that. Well, like you said, if they don't know you, if they don't know you really well yet, and they're what they're walking away with is that, right. that cover. If you make it your own, they're still walking away with kind of a part it, of you, sort of. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, and yeah, that sure. that's just the ultimate goal is to give them something that they know or, a, like, will appreciate, but then also, like, give them a part of me that, you know, they didn't have before they walked yeah. into the venue. Yes. Yeah, cool. So you mentioned Janice Live before. Mm-hmm. Um, I was sort of watching that from afar, you know, on social media, and it looked like a lot of fun. That place is awesome. Um how did you wind up playing there? Was that through the label? Um, so it was the first time I played there um, was with Serenation, I believe. Yeah, okay. Um, so, hang on, I'm trying to think. Yeah, it was a Serenation. Um, they just, I they just at, like hit me up one day and was like, "Hey, we're playing two shows like in your neck of the woods. Like, do you want to play?" And I was like, nice. "Absolutely." Yeah. Well, St. Pete's more of there. That that's where they're from. But um, they were playing at Guanabanas. 
Um, so I was like, I live two minutes from there. Of course, I'm going to play with you guys there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it was like, it was really awesome. And then walking onto that, I think that was the biggest stage that I had played so far. And it was just a really awesome experience. Like not only playing on the stage, but seeing how some like a production that big on the back end is. I, yeah. I love like seeing that stuff, like the stage crew and like sure. seeing like the just everybody work um, yeah everyone just in the, filling their roles and being professional yeah and, and like yeah. being there early and seeing them do the job because like you know you if as a concert goer like you just walk in and you see the magic you don't see like how it was created so scenes. yeah I love that kind of you stuff you don't see the man behind the curtain <laughs> exactly <laughs> the Wizard of Oz yeah, yeah totally all the lighting rig and everything and oh, the yeah. guys up in the you know in the booth back there yeah it is interesting um I've done a few gigs like that over the years. I've, I haven't played a gazillion enormous gigs, but I've played enough to, you know, have been able to see it. And it's, it is, it's really interesting. So, and you take a particular interest in all that. You've started doing sound over at Guanabana sometimes. I have, you? yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, how, how, how often do you do that? I do that every Sunday. Um, I recently did a Saturday night, which was pretty cool because it was nice. kind of like a a bigger production type deal because um sundays are typically you know solo acoustic or duos or whatnot um so So how come you want to do that i don't know i've always like whether it was at like someone else's live show or me going to an actual concert i've always been like hmm i wish the highs were turned up a little bit or like something like that (laughs) like i've always like like list like enjoyed myself at the shows but always found myself like huh i wonder what kind of guitar rig they're using oh i wonder like what it would would happen if they threw more reverb on their vocals or something yeah. like that like i've always been going back to like seeing them how the magic yeah. happens at the Wanted shows to med a little bit yeah. The the sound, yeah um and i had asked matt who's the main sound engineer over there um a while ago if i could and i just I was too slammed. I never could make it in. And then I had a Sunday free and he's like, you want to come train? And I said, absolutely. So I went over and it was kind of intimidating at first. Um, it's it's a huge board and like, yeah. Um, but so far so good. I've, I, 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 I haven't messed up yet. I did like one, one time where I kind of like that caused a bunch of feedback but <laughs> <laughs> oh everyone does that everyone does time. that um yeah. but yeah i ran sound my first saturday night with like a full like seven piece band oh wow and went good nice. and i don't know i really love it um definitely like see myself doing it a lot more in the future as like a like a side hustle type thing for sure yeah and uh, you know it's a it's a nice change from sort of a miserable disillusioned middle-aged man <laughs> so, <laughs> it's someone who, an enthusiastic young person actually wants to do it right know? right yeah and it's just cool because you know playing the local shows can get like pretty tiring sometimes especially if you're doing it every single weekend so like i really like it because it breaks up my weekend from playing live yeah um but i'm also still involved with music and i'm sure. not you know working a, a day job kind of deal so yeah. um i really enjoy it it's definitely one of my like favorite things i look forward to in the week are you still doing a lot of a lot of local shows um i do them every weekend i'm not playing a ton um during the week now like when i was first starting i used to play like seven days a week it was sure. it was crazy but i've kind of cut back now just to make room for like you know to focus on stuff that the label's expecting of me and like trying to like push myself towards that way but i do play pretty much every friday and saturday some thursdays like i'm playing uh tomorrow um and then i think i have like a 
a once a month thing at Crazy Uncle Mike's now, like oh, the nice. second okay. Wednesday of every month. So yeah, cool. That's a good yeah, stage. Still yeah. keeping consistent while also you know making room for other things. So does the label? Um, when you're saying making room for the label, does the ra- label give you like a? Uh, um, kind of a, a checklist if you will of not necessarily like, you know. not yet um okay. i think the main thing that they've been wanting from me is new music because okay. you know they can't really help me in any area if i don't give them anything sure, that you, sure. you know promote me with and and help out with so um i've just been focusing on recording um we've been recording a lot and then also just tweaking you know stuff for like the bigger shows and making sure that i have you know what i need to you know because those kind of tours just happen mm-hmm. at the drop of the hat sometimes, yeah. you know? Yeah, you know, someone, yeah. an opener could drop out and then they'd be like, okay, can you play next week, you know? Yeah. And it hasn't truly happened yet, but I just wanted to be prepared for that. So yeah, for sure. just kind of stuff like that. Do they help out with, um, I, I mean, obviously they, uh, if you give them some new music and stuff, they're they're out there mm-hmm. pushing and promoting and doing all that stuff, but does the label help out with anything like like the recording or anything? Yeah, or, they yeah. do. Yeah, yeah awesome. they're definitely nice. helpful with that. Because yeah, there's a ton awesome. of different types of, deals you can sign yeah. and i feel like these days a lot of the deals you'll sign are just sort of for promotion promotional you know, deals, you've yeah. given the finished product and right exactly but that's really nice that they're, they're paying to get it recorded too yeah um it hasn't it hasn't been too much yet though just because um i haven't recorded a ton of music since i've signed with them but yeah. i've definitely gotten a good like good yeah. songs done like we're about to release one and we can touch on that yeah. soon but um where are you recording all this stuff uh at monty's house okay so he he actually turned like a four-car garage into a full-on like music Holy studio crap, that's awesome and he did it from youtube i was like where yeah. like who did like did you hire someone to contract for you and he's like no nah, i youtubed it yeah, <laughs> i was there like you go. what the hell dude that's awesome. so it was really cool cool to like see him like work on that and like the progress made with it because for the longest time i was like oh monty's home studio this mystical thing that like i've never seen i haven't seen yet because i was so used to um like we recorded deep dive he lived in an apartment with some roommates and he had like a small walk-in closet and he put his bed in there and turned the room into a studio so it was like a it was a tiny room and like i was like so used to that and then i walked into his home studio now and i'm like holy shit like it's it's beautiful it's so gorgeous it's funny i i forgot he was he was uh he was playing with you and stuff and he um his his old drummer is uh, dating for lack of a better word dating my niece Mm -hmm. um they've been dating for a while now and um i've been hearing i you know i've gone i went out to see them a few times as as monty as the band yeah and um and i've been hearing for a while now the stories of the mystical supposed mm-hmm. studio that's coming and then and not to that long ago he said something to me about like oh yeah you should see it it's huge it's crazy yeah There's so oh, much cool, cool. Gear yeah. yeah it's so, gorgeous yeah. it's called go take a look. Yeah, yeah it's called succulent sound studios yeah okay. them on instagram <laughs> but yeah i've heard of it yeah 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 that makes sense yeah yeah i gotta figure they out have like they haven't posted anything but they just put like Th- this week posted a, their first like promo pictures of yeah. like the the control room as they call it nice and did it all from youtube yeah, yeah. so yeah. who else is uh in your permanent band at the so moment? we got monty and then we've got Corey ricardi on drums okay Derek mclean on guitar yeah and jizz forte on bass yeah yeah, yeah. i thought yeah I, I knew about i I pretty much knew the lineup i just yeah. wanted to shout them out you know yeah yeah jizz shout out on. shout out my guys yeah, yeah, yeah. i love them so much yeah, they're absolutely. they're my crew it's really important that you have that that your band is, you know, people that you 
that you really get on with and and that you're kind of good friends with and can trust you know yeah because if it's any other way can get very problematic you know just especially if you're away for long periods of time it gets rough man oh for sure like i don't know i've been playing with Corey, derek and monty for a really long time um i think we're approaching like four years now and just um same deal i've known her for about the same amount of time but like she the first gig she ever played with me first couple gigs she was on drums and then talented lady yeah very talented lady um but it was just it's just funny because we'll we'll look back at and like think about like how we would interact with each other like when we first met and we we would just like text each other like hey like what's going on and like now we're besties and (laughs) it's just really awesome like we're all we're all besties like when we're when the five of us are together we have the most immaculate vibes ever so i'm like very grateful for them they're they're the coolest group of so when you have um when you have like some of these other musicians um uh like i know jake tacos and Mm -hmm. a couple other people i think kevin from spread the doves played yeah shout out to spread the doves (laughs) shout out to all those guys um when you um when you have some of these other guys play with you is it is it like you're adding something for that particular show or or is it just somebody couldn't make it and they're kind it's of kind of an availability thing yeah, um yeah. i think the first the the first three tours that i've done um were kind of like i was lacking on the scheduling kind of thing and i was like oh shit i need a band okay <laughs> but gotcha. um i know that my guys work really hard and like they're they're hustling out here with like their lessons and their local gigs and sure um I had to ask Spread the Dub a while ago. I was like, hey, like, do you want to travel? And they were like, yeah, we're down. And so I, I asked those boys, and they've been on, like, the three tours with me. Derek and Monty went on the Texas tour with me. Okay. Um, but going forward, it's it's going to be um, my main dudes. So yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. Looking forward to you uh, getting, you know. Taking over the world. Taking on the world. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Get, getting out of the south and exploring the whole country and you know other countries be yeah fun. that's the dream honestly yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love it here but I, i'm like itching to travel so bad and if i can travel and play music that's the ultimate goal oh hell yeah well, there's something i love about touring is that you show up to a place and people are happy to see you you you, you don't come in as this mark you know this tourist yeah. that people just think how can i get money out of them you know you're you're there and people are like oh thank god you're here this is you know which is just such a wonderful way to travel yeah you know you don't really get to see a ton of the place but you can't you can't pay for that kind of access because no. you know you, you go into people's homes and people just open up to you and it's really, it's great you know? yeah it's it's really awesome and even though you don't get to see a lot of the place like it it, it almost makes it like easier to remember because like you yeah. don't have all of this stuff going on you have like the show and then like the little time you have before the show to like yeah. hang around town and you're like this was like a nice little pocket of yeah. memory that i, I yeah. want to keep forever it's uh it's it you know when you're saying that people are happy to see you and it's and it's really kind of funny because it doesn't matter if you're freaking you too or if you're you know us yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. you know like you show up to a venue and people act like like oh my god i'm so happy yeah. you're here you know it's, i remember it's like insane. signing my first autograph and i'm like wait me like you yeah. want an autograph yeah. from me, me? little yeah. old me know, it's weird isn't it <laughs> it yeah. is pretty weird and like i just think it's so cool and um like i just love interacting with the people yeah for sure you know um it was, it was really hard during covid like because right after covid i think not like right after but i think the first tour i went on it was still kind of like hey 
you should probably wear a mask. And, and I was just like, I just want to hug the people that like, I appreciate my <laughs> yeah. music. And I'm like, I, I don't want to get sick though. No, I, but yeah. no, I just, it's one of my favorite things is the, is the crowd and like yeah. interacting with them. Cause it's just, there's so many different people out there and you don't even realize it until you've like traveled outside of here and yeah. like interacted with the different types of people in different areas. And yeah. it's just really cool. It's one of my favorite things. Um, no, absolutely. And you know, I'm sure at some point you get over to Europe and so much fun to be had there, you know, mm-hmm. mainland Europe. What I love about Europe, the big difference between Europe and here People is, nice. how, is how, well, they're, they're, not, they're not really that nice. I'd say they're probably nicer here, but, but the, uh, it, it's how different places are within short spaces. Like, right. you know, you go from France to Italy or, or, or you know, Germany to Switzerland, and it's just like a line in the, on, on the ground, but um, you know, in, in a short space of time, you could have crossed three or four countries, and they're all completely culturally different. You know, I know yes. that's yeah. crazy to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much fun, and you'll you'll see. You'll, I know that this guy, you'll you'll be getting around and doing all that stuff mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. Oh, there's no doubt. We'll be having we'll be having the third interview with Sierra, and she'll be telling us about her world escapades and all these <laughs> ridiculous artists that she's played with. There's no doubt. Yeah, <laughs> it'll yeah. it'll happen. It's not it's not when while yeah. fighting a whale and yeah, it's not South if, Pacific. It's not if it's when. I'll develop- <laughs> I'll develop a British accent like Ben. <laughs> That's what That's happens. Awesome. Can you can you rate my British accent? Yeah, do it. Yeah. All right. Um. All right. Now I'm nervous. Okay. 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 I won't look at you. you. Never know what to let's say. Let's just right? let's just yeah let's just have a conversation and I'll just start talking. Yeah. I wanna, it's not yeah. being filmed. Don't it, worry. It's not being filmed. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Okay. I've got. I've got to keep going. You got. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got to speak back. You to got, you, yeah. yeah. Um, no, it's not being filmed. Don't worry. It's not being filmed. Okay. So now I'm not as nervous. Oh, there it is. Yeah. yeah okay. You can kind of. I've been it. working on it a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you're making me feel very at home. Very. Well. Okay, that's good. I didn't want to offend you in any way. <laughs> no, it's good. Man. Do you remember where were we? Alabama, and I walked up to the bar. Oh, yeah. It was. I was getting like I don't know soda and some food or something, and James and I were standing there, and the and there was a, a girl sitting at the bar, like literally right where I was standing, right next to, me, and the bartender handed me the menu, and and she broke into some British accent and said, you know, do you want me to recommend something? And I was like, oh okay, and I was like, holy crap, you're from England, that's amazing. Was it, was it like this? Do you want me to recommend something? It was exactly <laughs> like that. It was exactly like that. And I and I looked at James and I, you know, and I said to her, I'm like, oh, that's amazing. Our singer's from England, and she's like, oh, honey, I'm from Alabama. I'm just <laughs> fucking with you. That's hilarious. It like kind of started as like a like a thing between my friends. Like we were just like talking British accents, but it started with the like the term of endearment, bruv. Oh, yeah, we would yeah. be like, "What's up, bruv?" And then yeah. like it would just evolved into like every just time we every time. time we see each other, we're just like, "Hello!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> not quite like that. Like we do it seriously too. Like we'll oh, just that's yeah. Great. That's but- my daughter. Every time I call my daughter, she answers the phone. She's like, "She's like, hello, father." <laughs> <laughs> hello. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. She just speaks in an English accent like all the time. All yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. She wants to be British. Which I don't know why. Ask my mom. She gets she gets annoyed with me sometimes. She'll call me like Dobby from Harry Potter. She'll be like, "Okay, Dobby." <laughs> That's really funny. Master has given Dobby a sock. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, she's gonna hand you a sock, right? <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, it's good to know that I am a uh, source of great amusement <laughs> for all of my friends and acquaintances. Of course, <laughs> you bring smiles to everyone, Ben. <laughs> no, I, I remember when I. Uh, when I worked at um, School of Rock, there was a, 
Uh, every time I'd leave the room, I could hear them all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, he has an accent. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's so. that's the gigs. We go play gigs, and people could like women. People, women come up to us all the time. Oh my god, where is he from? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I love I'll his like accent. Wanna, like if I'm at a bar playing a gig, and then like some random dude and I'm like comes up to me, I'm like, oh god, here we go. I'll like. Like, A, tell him a name that's not my name because I'm like, I do not want to interact with you. And then B, also have an accent to make uh, him think, like, I'm not staying here. I'm from overseas. Leave me alone. Uh, oh, that's <laughs> smart. That's actually really smart. Defense mechanism. Yeah, that's yeah. really funny. Yeah, totally. I, I can't – it's so such a different experience being – being a woman to being a man in this world for you sure know, you just have different challenges not to say that men don't have any challenges because we do but they're very different you know oh for sure yeah, yeah. you should well, see my instagram dms <laughs> oh, Jesus i'm so sure yeah i'm yeah. so sure but that's a good question um like differences and what it's like being mm-hmm. a woman in music as opposed to a man when you're out playing and stuff i mean for sure first thing i can think of is like especially with the touring is the sound engineers there like like don't take me as seriously for right. sure like they'll like brush right over my sound check and then go to my my bandmates and like that, oh, that okay. happened to me at the pepper show i was like i didn't even get to hear my guitar and my wow. monitor <laughs> like hello yeah. but then like also now being a sound engineer i know exactly what to tell them and you know sometimes they'll be like they'll like we'll be like yeah yeah okay cool and then i'll be like hello <laughs> like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's like number one thing i think another thing is just like i don't know drunk men at bars thinking they can talk to you however they want and yeah. it's just really annoying because it's yeah. like hi like i'm just trying to exist here like don't bother me you know yeah. but um yeah, it's just, you know, I, I deal with it well. I know some people don't deal with that stuff very well. And, you know, it, it, it's every person. Um, yeah. like well, I, there's a power in it too, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's, I guess, it, it's incredibly, I, I can imagine that all of that garbage must be incredibly frustrating. But there's also a, a side to it that you can, you, that, you know, is powerful, you know what I mean? For sure. So, I don't know. It's, like, I got a comment on my post I posted today, and it was in another language, and I was like, oh, I wonder what this person said. And, like, I, I translated it, and no. he was like, why are you, like, you are so skinny. Are you okay? And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> and I just deleted it. And, like, and I know that some other people would be like, you know, you, like, comment back. Like, you know, tell them to fuck off. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to delete it. It doesn't, like, yeah. sure, it's annoying. But it, I, like, you know, I know that I ate an entire pizza today <laughs> alone. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I know people, you know, people feeling like they can kind of comment on that stuff as if, I don't know, as if a public comment is like in any way like a caring thing to yeah, do. You know exactly. I mean? And it's like, it's funny because I was doing TikTok lives for a while because my label's very adamant about TikTok and, and I am too because I, I, as someone who like is on it all the time, just scrolling, <laughs> like I, I've seen the algorithms and, and whatnot and honestly, you know, I gained uh, like eleven thousand followers just from my TikTok lives, and like I've made nice. I've made like a hundred bucks on it. You know, because people send the gifts and whatnot. But I, I stopped doing them recently because people were just trolling me. Uh, I was like, I know you guys have nothing better to do, but it's like very yeah. discouraging, yeah, and like yeah. I don't let it get to me. But it's like it doesn't make it fun anymore because it's right. it'd be one thing if someone was DMing it to me, but it's another thing when you have two hundred viewers and someone's like commenting on it, and like there will be people that just being gross being gross is one 
Um, and then being mean is too. Um, mm. People will be like, ew, my ears hurt. Someone told me that Jimi Hendrix would be very disappointed in me. or And Jesus. then that oh I've ruined God. music. And I'm like, You've ruined I've music? ruined music. Wow. Yes, as a whole. Guys, I've ruined ruining <laughs> music. It has a feel to ruin music. It feels great. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, but like that and like. It's just, like, silly comments like that. But then there will be people that will be condescending. People that think they know what they're talking about. And they'll be like, your guitar is out of tune. Or you should try try singing like this. Or, like, you need to sing in a different register. And I'll go to their profile and they will have, like, they're not a musician at all. Like, it'll be video games. It's always someone with, like, just three videos of their cats. And I'm just like, okay. Like, that's that's when I'm, like, I just brush it off. But it just, like I said... It doesn't affect me. It just makes it annoying to do. Yeah, but in all fact, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't. Know, it would affect me. It would, mm-hmm. I would find it difficult to not affect me at all. You know, it's definitely like must play in your mind a little bit. You know? It does get me down sometimes because, um, you know, I do have anxiety and stuff, and sure, I do especially about like music. I'm, I've been self conscious since high school, <laughs> yeah. and I've grown out of it for sure, um, and like become like a confident person and just like felt more in my skin, but. Yeah. Sometimes those comments like creep that little like middle schooler back, and I'm just like, ah, this sucks. Yeah. And like, am I do am I doing something wrong? And I know that I'm not, and I know that like there are just people that do not have anything better to do, and like, like that's why I just focus on all the positive comments and like the people yeah. telling me I'm doing a good job because, hey, like I know that I'm doing a good job, and not in like a cocky way. It's like I'm doing what I love to do, and yeah. like that's all that I could ask for, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I've been like successful in that, and not only do I love it, but I I have gotten opportunity. So I think that I'm doing like the best that I can, and that's all that I could ask for of myself. And I don't really absolutely. Yeah. That's a very mature attitude to have, and it's something that took me a really, really long time to understand. I've only really understood it probably in the last couple of years, which is that you can only do what you can do. Mm-hmm. And anything beyond that is an unrealistic, unrealistic expectation of, right. you, and of yourself and of others to expect from you. You know, mm-hmm. it's like all you can do is do the. I mean, this is all, I've got a lot of. I'm, I'm kind of like riddled with AA terminology now, mm-hmm. but it's like all, all you can do is like the next right thing. You know right, what I mean? And just right. and and then you've got to get enough sleep and get up and keep doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that, that's, yeah. that's all you can that, do. Yeah, and like that's also been something I struggle with too. It's just like. I wouldn't call it motivation. I would call it like almost like a discipline. Like I yeah. just I, I find yeah. it hard to self-discipline myself to actually sit down and like either practice or try and write music or something like that. And like I know that like the way that the opportunities that have like come to me are like like expressed on the internet and it's like wow like you know and I'm not trying to like downplay myself I am doing a a lot but it's like there are days where I'm like I genuinely don't want to do this right now and like that's just kind of like one thing that if I could like tell myself sometimes like like younger me like just keep going dude like you know but I'll be real with you and like I feel like not enough people especially like I guess I would consider myself an influencer in a way because I do have a following on social media but like one thing I could tell like people that are trying to do it is like there are or people that are words are not coming out of my mouth right what I would tell people that are like looking at influencers that they look up to is that they're not like perfect you know because yeah. yeah. i feel like social yeah. media has put a little bit of a blinder sorry 
to the microphone, <laughs> a little bit of a blinder over like what they expect out of themselves yeah. and yeah. like just stuff like that. And I was talking about my mom with it or no, no, I wasn't talking about my mom with it. What am I thinking? I was listening to a podcast <laughs> about like, um, what's it called? Um, like being cool like yeah. the term like hey that person is so cool um because it, it was a celebrity doing the podcast and she was saying how like she would see another like like fellow celebrity on um like on social media and then they'd finally meet them in person and be like dude this this person is like cool but they're like not nearly as cool as like i've made it up in my head to be so yeah i don't know where i'm going with this but social, anyway social media just as a whole like, yeah. you know, you get a random person on social media that's constantly like, oh, woe is me and down on themselves or whatever. But 99% of people on social media, um, it's not that they're fake. That's not the proper word. But it's they just, just – they, 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 they take 10 pictures and then put up the best one. I was one. just going to say, though, yeah. like, like if I had, you know, 10 things happen to me today and nine of them were bad, I'm only posting the one good one. So right. all you're going to see is my perfect kids and my perfect wife and my perfect exactly. dog and my perfect life. You have no idea everything that's going on yeah. in the behind the scenes, you know? Like just to exactly. touch on like me personally, like the – um. Like, just as far, like I was saying, like, just lack of motivation and self-discipline occasionally. Like, I feel great when I finally get stuff done, but there are days where I'm literally, like, I just want to, like, lay in bed and eat a bag of potato chips right now. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's me every day. So, (laughs) (laughs) but, yeah, that's, like, kind of, like, like something I struggle with because I'm very hard on myself. And, like, that's another, like, piece of advice I could give to anybody is, like, don't be so hard on yourself because literally, like, It'll shut you down. You end up up in this weird brain space where where you... Very. Something used to happen to me, right? And I think what it was was that I'm a little bit... So I'm a little bit OCD, but in this really weird way, it's like, it's like, it cares just so much about wanting somebody to be perfect that quite often I even give up even starting to try and do it, right. you know, mm-hmm. and, and, it, and it, and it sort of gives, it, it sort of brings about this sort of just such sense of exhaustion of even like trying to climb the hill, you know what I mean? I feel so, the same way yeah, with yeah. writing. Like yeah. I... I wrote a song recently, but like it was probably like a like a few like two three months ago, which is a no no it wasn't it was it was probably like more like a month ago. <laughs> I don't ask like I said earlier, don't ask me about dates. Everything's a blur to me right now. <laughs> but like it takes me so long to write music because um, I feel the same way. I'm like yeah. I have this idea of what I want it to sound like and like how perfect I want it to be in my head. That like sitting down and then playing like three chords for two minutes like you know and yeah. then not being like that already i'm just i get frustrated with myself and that yeah. just goes back to being too hard on myself and not being patient with myself and i think patience and just like pa- yeah just patience with yourself is yeah. like super important especially when you're in a creative um field of work like it is if you don't have patience with yourself like it's going to be like 10 times harder i couldn't agree more and i think that it's that that word means a lot to me as well I, if i was going to get that kilbillies tattoo instead of kilbillies i was going to just have patience written in the scroll because i just is is something that i really aspire to have you know yeah. i don't really mm-hmm. you know in many aspects of my life but you know it's something i constantly work on well right. it's like it, it comes back to uh, i think we were talking about last week uh, instant gratification when we were talking uh, not last week the week before we we're talking uh uh, to Christopher about practicing and stuff like that. And it's that whole instant gratification, you know, um, I, you know, the guest that was on was all about practicing and, and mm-hmm. he had practice warriors and stuff. And so, yeah. um, um, Chris Maloney, Christopher you, Maloney, do you know, do you know Christopher Malo- Maloney? 
Mm. He used to run Absolute Music. You ever yeah. heard about that place? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, his, yeah, his his whole thing is like practice, 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 and he has a whole regiment and, pra- and program around mm-hmm. it called Practice Warriors. And so we were talking about that, and I'm notoriously bad about practice because mm-hmm. I just never get motivated. Right. And but my lack of motivation is not that I don't want to practice. My lack of motivation is exactly that: the instant gratification. Right. I sit down and I'm like, okay, perfect example. We were talking about the other day is I'm now starting to try to bow my upright bass. Uh-huh. You know, bought a bow, rosined it up pulled it across like three times and I'm like, well, that's not what it's supposed to sound like. And I got frustrated and put yeah. it down. You know, it's Are just, we in a therapy you know. session? Cause I feel like I'm unlocking yeah. some feelings. Yeah. That I- <laughs> Let it all out. Let it all out. <laughs> I'm definitely like feeling more in touch with myself. Now. <laughs> Welcome yeah, to a man. five, six, one therapy. I'm going to start speaking. In <laughs> oh, that's a great. Little smooth jazz. In <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seeing as we're on some relatively deep subjects, um, how do you navigate the rather treacherous waters of the booze and the drugs when you're out there sort of doing gigs? Mm, I don't know. I just, I've never been attracted to alcohol really at all. Nice. So that's not really like an issue for me. Yeah. I'm yeah. also very, um, <laughs> this is me exposing myself. I have really bad health anxiety. Right. I'm like, I don't want to get sick. I don't want to, I have a fear of throwing up. I'm like, I do not want anything to do with any of this. Right. So like, well, it's definitely, you. yeah, it's definitely helped me like stay out of like all of that. And like, nice. it's like just like a fear of not feeling good, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I'm like definitely staying out of that. Um, That's but. Valid. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I do smoke weed, so yeah. <laughs> that's like a, that's like that's almost know. a uh, part. Would you even have been able to sign to a reggae label if you did? <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. I think I had it was, like there was a writer or something in there. She had to <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. stipulate. It was in, in the, the contract. contract. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Must smoke ten blunts a day. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's really. Uh, you know, with the drinking, because that's what will get you hanging around bars all the time. And it's great to hear that, you know, you don't even, never even really yeah, had to cross I've that Yeah, I've just, bridge. like, seen, like, some, like, I don't know. I've just seen people drunk before, and I'm like, I don't want to look like that, yeah, you know? Like, And I'm not, like, judging people for drinking and, and getting drunk and having fun. I'm just saying, like, I've seen people get, like, blackout, and I'm like... Like, yeah. no, I don't want to, you Put know. Yourself in that situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have gotten tipsy before with my mom. So that was fun. <laughs> Shout out my mom for, like, drinking some Corona seltzers with me. Um, <laughs> Does your mom been, um, she's been supportive of you and your music? She's my number one fan nice. and Excellent. supporter. And I could not be more grateful. Yeah. She has, like, I don't know. She told me. Like, when I was first going into this, because I did drop out of high school to do music. I'm sure we touched on that on yeah. the last podcast. Um, but she told me, she's like, I don't care um, if you want to be a professional crocheter. I just want you to be happy. Like, she's oh, like, I don't care. Nice. And guess what? I crochet now. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And you're happy. Profession. And I'm happy. I'm yeah. doing what I love and I crochet now. So, no. But she, she's always been like, I just want you to be happy in whatever you do. And, like, she'll support me. And, like, I've been super grateful for that because, you know, she – I was still in high school when I started, like, playing out and yeah. stuff. And I didn't know how to, like – reach out to venues and stuff so she she still does it for me she still like reaches out to venues for me and like books gigs for me and and whatnot um well i feel like 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, her contact name in my phone is Chris Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so funny. So I think maybe the fact that you did know it early that you wanted to do it mm-hmm. and that you dropped out of high school to do it put a fair amount of weight on of importance on doing it yeah. well, you mm-hmm. know, that, um, which isn't a bad thing at all. And one of the things that we've talked about on here before, which I and, and I totally agree with, is that like if you have a plan B like it'll screw you up that'll end up being your plan A well yeah know? we've had this conversation because my son is a drummer mm-hmm. and um, was getting out of high school this last year um, uh, was graduating and was telling me you know he wants to do music he wants to and I kept telling him like that's great but have a plan B just on the mm-hmm. off chance that it doesn't work out and he kept reminding me you know which made a hundred percent sense when he would say it is dad if i have a plan b i've already admitted failure yeah and it's true and so you know we did come to the agreement of of you know kind of like you were saying with your mom and the crocheting Mm -hmm. you know uh you know both my kids you know years ago i would have said oh man i really want them to go to college i want them to be better than Mm -hmm. me i want at the end of the day same like your mom i just want them to be happy right and i just want that whatever they do whatever that may be that they give that 110 percent. Right. Mm-hmm. you know don't just flail around and yeah you're happy but you're just kind of flailing around just uh, whatever you do i just want you to be the best mm-hmm. you can be at that yeah, yeah. You know? exactly so that yeah and that's why my mom is so supportive because she wants to make sure that like i am giving 100 yeah. percent and um my brain just blanked um (laughs) no like and she has asked me like in times of like me being stressed out about like the gigging or like me being overwhelmed because sometimes when i get overwhelmed i completely shut down and don't want to do anything and so she has like asked me the question of like do you want to take a break and like that question terrifies me because i'm like i don't have the plan b (laughs) but also because it's like it's just sometimes self-evaluation is like really scary because you're like okay like what if I do want to take a break and I never do I always like mm-hmm. this will always be like what I want to do but yeah if if I like that she gave me that option because and asked me those questions because it is okay if you need to take a break you know right. it's never like it's never like a, a bad thing to to take a step back because sometimes yeah. you do need to reevaluate in a, in a time of stress and stuff like that and yeah. I know that like especially with like just my mom like I have that safe space to do so you know that's great I know that when I moved to the US so Sonic Boom 6 was a just an original band the music is so good and um (laughs) good isn't it (laughs) um shout out to Sonic Boom 6 (laughs) I'm playing a gig with them in January (gasps) oh my gosh yeah yeah um in England so I've got that's awesome. That <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, Good to and, know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, but um, anyways, was, uh, there was this kind of. I always felt like, especially after I left the band, um, and I went back to kind of working at a university and doing, uh, t- taking notes at university and working mm-hmm. in, um, doing. Um, like on an education agency and stuff like that. Um, I'd never, I guess, I did. I'd never really figured out a way to make music my whole thing. But then when I moved here, I was like, the only thing I'm going to do is music. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost like I reinvented myself. Well, I just ch- slightly changed the 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 model sure. because in England it was like I had the punk band 
and then but then I wasn't trying to outside of that I wasn't trying to do music in other ways to make my living I was I was doing other things to to make money but here I was like no so as long as it's music I'm okay with it and I just stuck to that and um and managed to do it and 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 I feel like just as long as you can be a bit flexible with what exactly the dream is you know mm-hmm. you can follow it you know what I mean right. yeah. it's, it's it's just I had to kind of slightly broaden the mm-hmm the uh the the focus you know right exactly (laughs) that yeah that's why i like the sound engineering too because like you i'm still involved but i'm also like like doing something else because it's also good to change up the pace a little bit you know yeah i have my dream but you know my dream is going to be my dream but it's okay to like branch out from that and try other things because you know we're human beings and you know the doing doing the same thing over and over again can can sometimes like wear us out yeah and i think it's very healthy to to broaden those horizons yeah Yeah, absolutely there's no doubt about it so uh what you got future plans wise got anything coming up i do um i have a tour coming up right after thanksgiving um I think I said it earlier, uh, the hip abduction in Joe Samba. Um, we're hitting Jacksonville, we're playing Janice again, and then we're playing at Terra Formata. Nice. Um, and then after that, um, actually, before that, I'm releasing a song. Oh, so cool. my third single, um, can't believe I almost forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, we're, we're officially announcing on Saturday, um, but it comes out. You heard it here first. <laughs> it comes out on November 11th. It's called Someone Else. Nice. Um, I'm really stoked about it. It's kind of like the perfect blend of reggae and indie, which is kind nice. of what like the vibe that I'm going for. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. And awesome. I'll play it for you guys in, in a bit. Indie. Reggae? I'm going to stop with that. <laughs> anyway, yeah, let's hear you play right now. Why not? All right, sounds let's good. <laughs> this one's called Sometimes. think about me sometimes but it's always at the wrong time you hit me up when i'm in bed and it's way too late and never when i'm up and i'm wide awake you think you're so cool but in reality you treat me like a fool you only think about me sometimes but somehow i'm falling to you you like a drug that I don't need, but it helps me fall asleep. All that I can do is dream about you. You got me tripping till I fall, but then my body hits a wall. And I wake up in my bed without you. I shouldn't have gotten comfortable, but I let myself be vulnerable. It's a shame. You only think about me sometimes, but it's always at the wrong time. You hit me up when I'm in bed and it's way too late And never when I'm up and I'm wide awake You think you're so cool But in reality you treat me like a fool You only think about me sometimes But somehow I'm falling for you Told myself I'd stay away from all the bullshit games you play Cause I let you in one too many times I'm running circles in my mind to try and justify your lies But someday I'm gonna have to realize I know that you're toxic for me But there's something that I still see in you It's a shame You only think about 
sometimes But it's always at the wrong time You hit me up when I'm in bed and it's way too late And never when I'm up and I'm wide awake You think you're so cool But in reality you treat me like a fool You only think about me sometimes But somehow I'm falling for you someone else and it comes out on November 11th. Someone else 
hard sometimes But I know that you'll be there when I cry You are the best thing I have And I may beat you right now But one day we will wake up And we'll have to face the music And realize Realize We're soulmates that can last forever Even when we have to say goodbye, goodbye Five Six One Music is brought to you by Handlebars Bar and Grill. It's a biker bar in Tequesta, and if you're driving up US One, you come across it on the right-hand side. It's a, a little bar there. It's bright yellow; you can't miss it with the handlebars on on the sign. And it has a long and storied history. It's been there. It used to be called Judy's, um, and it was run by this guy Victor, who sadly passed this year. R.I.P. Victor. And uh, then my father-in-law took it over, and he's doing a great job up there. There is a bike night every second Thursday of the month, and there is a jam every fourth Sunday of the month. If you're interested in that kind of thing, it's just an all-inclusive, any any kind of music, any style, any ability type of a jam. And there's great beers on tap, and they're wonderful food. Bernsey, the chef, does a fantastic job. Um, if you're interested in classic cars or classic bikes, there's always that kind of stuff hanging around there. It attracts that sort of a crowd because it's called Handlebars Bar and Grill, so it makes sense. And, um, yeah, you should come swing by. It's uh, it's definitely a local spot and has a lot of character. And there's people who have been going there for decades and decades. It's one of those places that's um, a part of the furniture in Sequester. And you should definitely come check it out. I um, booked the music for the place and love doing it and um i was a part of helping set the place up and um i'm a huge fan and you should anyone who is interested in biker bars or even if you've just never been to one and you're curious about what a biker bar is about you go and check out handlebars bar and grill we are also sponsored by oasis root now oasis root carver bar is in sea grape square on indian town road and it is a kava bar. If you don't know anything about kava, it's a Polynesian root that you grind up and you mix with water. And it has been in Polynesia for potentially thousands of years. It's, a, it's an old thing that um, they used for kind of ceremonial and also um, sort of ledger purposes. It, it's meant to be something where you know that brings people together. Um, you all take a, a shell of carver and chink them together and say bula and have it together like that. It's meant to be something to bring people together. It uh, has a kind of an effect, which is, I guess, a kind of a slightly warming effect. Uh, it just kind of makes you feel uh, uh, nice. It's not particularly intoxicating. It's not like drinking alcohol. So 
the atmosphere in a carver bar is sort of like um, a cross between a regular bar and uh, a coffee house. It's pretty chill in there. Um, you get all sorts of different types of carver bars. Some of them are more like a club, you know, this sort of like black light and EDM playing. And some of them are more like a cafe. This is one of the cafe type of ones. It's it's super chill in there. If you're looking for somewhere to, I don't know, maybe go and do some work on your laptop or go and have a chat with friends, it's perfect for that kind of thing. There's a foosball table in there if that's your jam. Or baby foot, as they call it in France. And uh, yeah, Jim, the owner, is a really cool guy. And he. Five Six One Music is also sponsored by Live Music Community, and Live Music Community uh, this Sunday, October twenty third, has the Give and Let Give. I believe this is the fourth one now. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Give and Let Give. If you have not heard of it, you're living under a rock. But basically, it is an event where uh, we have here at Live Music Community, and we have musicians donate their their used gear, uh, things that they have lying around, they're not using anymore. They donate it to the school, and then we have this event. It's a two hour event, and we have kids come in and the kids basically walk through the hallways here and there's stacks and stacks and stacks of stuff i can't even begin to tell you the amount of stuff that comes into this place for this yeah and they uh, they get to pick stuff out and i'm not talking like a patch cable although i'm sure we have plenty of that stuff lying around i'm talking like full you know guitar amps and I, we've given away entire drum sets entire pa systems we've given um We've given away uh, really the, nice guitars. Yeah, guitars, ginormous, ridiculous bass cabinets, and stuff, just everything. Yeah, you, you name it. And then we set up this room that we're in here now, doing the podcast, which is the the main room, uh, the main band room. We set that up, and then uh, usually you and Justin are in here, and and you guys help the kids test out the equipment and make sure everything's working okay, and show them how to use it. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and I'll be there. Um, uh, you're going to be away, aren't you? I'm going to be in Las Vegas. So yeah. I mean, I don't regret that one bit. <laughs> <laughs> have a really really good time man but yeah we're, we'll be here and um and, and it, it's going to be good it's always great it's just nice to see the smiles on their faces when they get what they want and you know sometimes it just blows my mind i don't know how lucky they are if any there was stuff like that around when i was a kid <laughs> it, it blows my mind like you, you know uh R ricky from the shake we've had this conversation with him before where you know if if there was a place like this when we were young oh my god like where would we be now compared to where we are now you know yes. like it, it just between the between the the lessons and the band situations and you know how to deal with your bandmates and how to deal um with the band situation as a whole how to deal with equipment failures um the lessons in general just the music lessons in general um most of the kids that come here are multi-instrumentalists because you know they just pick and choose different things and you guys just kind of go with it and so yeah it's, it's amazing and so this event uh this give and let give event that that you guys are having on sunday is just a great opportunity for these kids to kind of round out their their equipment list you know maybe they have you know a guitar but no amp maybe they have you know an acoustic guitar and they want to step it up to an electric guitar It's free for the kids to get in. Yep. If you're a live stu uh, live music community student, uh, you get to uh, come in. I think a few minutes a few minutes early. Yeah, yeah. And then um, uh, admission for adults is you have to bring a piece of equipment. 
Yeah, you know, that's, that's it. simple. And this actually started out as a live gear swap. Uh, the adults would come in, and if they had some gear lying around, ideally they would donate it. But theoretically, they could come in and they could donate one piece of equipment and pick up something else that they that they needed to you know round out their arsenal. Um, and it didn't have to be an even swap either. But but you know, in a perfect world donations and kids walk away with free music gear and yeah we and make the world a better place we, we almost always end up with more stuff than we start 100 percent. so always. if you're thinking of coming down and you're like oh you know maybe there won't be anything left there's always tons left people show up in droves to, to donate stuff so um yeah you know you should come down if you if you need you know if you need something just come and have a poke around people you know? give us stuff um all throughout the weeks leading up to the event People give us stuff during the event. They show up with stuff in their hands. And almost always, we give out a ton of equipment, but end up at the end of the event, closing out the event with more than we started the event with. Yeah, which, super cool. Which is insane. And then it just kind of trickles out to whoever needs it over the next couple of weeks. Like, yeah. if we get a new student and they need a flute or something like that, we can be yeah. like, here you go. Yeah, yeah. it's great. We yeah. love it. We love being able yeah, to do so that. Yeah, so this Sunday, 2 to 4, yeah. uh, give and let give, number 4 at Live Music Community. Be there. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, seeing as we're talking about live music community, do you have any advice for musicians who are starting their journey on uh, becoming musicians? Um, I think like when you're starting out, it's very easy to get frustrated. And like um, it's just it's going to happen. Frustration is going to happen regardless. And instead of like getting mad at yourself, getting frustrated, just like we said earlier, talking about patience, like just being patient and like not giving up because like your fingers may hurt when you start playing guitar. It might not sound like the way that, you know, the person teaching you sounds like, Um, you know, it's just it's just a lot of patience and just I don't know, just like feeling it within yourself and yeah i know that um i'm gonna misquote it but um i heard someone say recently that um you know success is is the end result of um working a small amount towards something over a long period of time right you know it's just like every, if you put in a bit of work every day you know you're going to climb the mountain but you, you can't expect to do it all in one day right. or even in short bursts it's about maintaining you know energy enough energy but you don't have to go crazy and do like hours and hours and hours of practice a day but if you just if you just stay on you know with goal oriented and just head towards it and just do a bit towards it every day you're going to get there you know right exactly and like Working on it every day is definitely very important when you're first starting out because, you know, you're st- you're still learning and your brain is, you know, opening up to a new skill. And if you're not consistent with it, that's another thing, consistency, because yeah. if you're not consistent with it, then it's just not going to come to you. Yeah. Exactly. You're going to sit there reteaching yourself the same things over and over yeah. again, you know. So yeah. you, you just got to keep working on it every day and, you know. Yeah, small amounts every day goes a long way. Oh, for sure. To, as opposed to, you know... You, four hours and then you burn out exactly yeah. yeah don't yeah that's another thing don't overwork yourself because yeah. i've done that and it's not fun <laughs> you know yeah. you, you end up even more frustrated than not being able to play the chord that you wanted to play <laughs> in the first place <laughs> yeah totally i've been uh, on this kind of years long mission to teach myself how to sort of sweet pick and shred and uh and the times when i make real progress is when i just you know just 10 minutes even if i just do a bit of it every day you know mm-hmm. that's when I, I start to see and, some and the way our, our brains work especially when we're learning is like less information at once goes longer just because 
when your brain is obtaining too much information, it doesn't know what, what to sort through and what's yeah. most important. So I feel like making one one thing a day, like a new a different thing a day, you know, just a small small thing. Absolutely. You know? Can you tell us a little bit about what those songs you played us were about? Yeah, so um sometimes isn't really about anything that's happened to me um i just know that it is a scenario and it's just kind of like being with someone that's you know you probably shouldn't be with you know yeah, yeah. you don't have the best relationship but you know there's just something about them that you still like you still care about them you know and i think that's that's just kind of what it's about it's just a fun song you know yeah. kind of like this is a bad thing like but i still kind of like i'm having fun sure. yeah so oh yeah i've definitely been there yeah. I've been there for 25 years. No, I'm, oh I'm kidding. God. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Honey, if you're listening, put, it's a put, joke. Put, put my bleep over it. <laughs> right? right? We need the Sierra bleep on that one. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so before yeah. the show, we were saying, um, because last week we, uh, we were, we were cuss- we made the air blue with all the cussing. Yeah. And, um, and so we bleeped some of it to uh, save your ears. And uh, we were saying for, uh, going forward, we're going to have like um, Sierra's face going like this over our mouths. and right, right, yeah. <laughs> Pop up on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty awesome. We should definitely do that. Um, I almost feel like, like cursing really awfully just so we can do it in this episode right we gotta get her in front of the green screen before she leaves <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah totally we might have to wait also just letting you know you guys can swear in front of me oh my god <laughs> I, I, I know it feels weird but you guys can swear in front of me oh I it's promise. all right you know i've i've considered you an adult for quite a long time at this point so don't thank you thank you yeah you've always you, you're very mature for your age and have been you know like for yeah a while. it has it has been like a struggle though because like i'll you know be talking to someone that i just met and like we'll be vibing we'll be like yeah like you know having great conversation and then they'll be like by the way how old are you and i'll be like at the time this was like a specific like conversation that i'm talking about i was like yeah i'm 17 and she was like oh you're so cute uh, and i'm like oh god yeah yeah Wish I <laughs> I like, and then it wasn't the same after that yeah, i'm 35 <laughs> Well, That's I mean, funny. honestly, you're saying she, you know, she's very mature for her age or whatever. Way more mature than some of our other guests. So, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I, us, I appreciate yeah, that. Way more mature than us. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but, um, you know, I think some people are just old souls, you know, just uh, c- sort of come out fighting and know a bit more worldly than others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Took me a long time to, uh, you know, get my feet on the ground. So, uh, you know, consider yourself lucky. And also... Um, it's uh I I think just the fact that the fact that you knew what you were doing so young and approached it in such a business like manner is to be commended. You know, I just yeah. think Thank just you. the way you've approached everything you do is is really awesome. Um and, and a lot can be learned from it. I really uh, appreciate that. Yeah, Thank I I think you're a good role model for for young musicians coming into the world for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Thank yeah. you. Um so did you bring some gear that we can have a look at? I did. Excellent. Um, I'll go grab it. We'll see. Uh, we'll have Justin throw. Oh, it he's on the doing screen. a picture. Yeah, yeah, you're yep, good. Yep, you can just good. talk oh, about right. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that. It's right the there. Screen. Oh, there it is. Okay, so this is the Enya Next G. Um, right on. It looks space age. Yes, right? it, it is otherworldly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the Enya Next G um, is a. I would say it's a smart guitar of sorts. Um, so the the thicker black part over on the right there. 
um, is actually a speaker. Um, and it, do- it doesn't have any sound when it's turned off. So all the sound is coming through the speaker and it sounds amazing. Um, it has so many cool qualities and, um, little, little tidbits about it. Um, it so does sound. Well, I had to go on it before we started and it's a lot of fun. To yeah. Play. So the coolest part about it is like when I first started playing it, I was like, mm, I'm not a, like a huge fan of like the, the way like the tones are sounding. And then I read more in the manual and there's an app that you can download that comes with it. And you can actually EQ the guitar itself, um, with all the, the different frequencies. Oh, um, nice. so it has like, it's like a stereographic EQ. It's like awesome. And um, it also comes with a Bluetooth microphone if you get, like, the, the, the bigger package. Yeah. And um, it, it, it's this mic specifically for this guitar. So you connect it and you can act, it, your vocals will come out of the speaker. And not only that, but you can also add effects to the guitar and the vocals itself. So you can add reverb. You can also EQ the vocals. All in the app. Um, all in the app. Oh, awesome. And um, you can add different effects to your vocal. Well, reverb, but to the guitar, you can add distortion, wah, chorus, reverb. Um, it cool. does have, like, an echo, which is a delay. It's just not, like, time. Like, you sure. can't time it. So it is, yeah. like, set at one uh, tempo. Well, one of the good things about stuff like this, though, is that they can always change the software. You know what I mean? Oh, it's exactly. Not, it's not like that's going to be the final, the end result. You know, it's, yeah. it, all Absolutely. this stuff always evolves. Yeah, so I, I really love it. I've been actually using it as my PA for a few of like the, the places I play solo, um, just because cool. it does get pretty loud and and it's for what it is, it's like absolutely amazing quality. Yeah. Um, it- is there any latency on the mic? No, none at all. That's crazy. Like, right? That, like, yeah. I found that insane. Like, I've actually played a gig and they've told me to turn down. And I'm like, really? Wow. Like, I'm playing out of a guitar right now. And you're telling <laughs> me to turn to down? just walk in with, like, a guitar and a microphone. Well, not even a microphone. The microphone's in the case with the guitar. Yeah, so it came with it. It literally has its own little that pocket. case and yeah. be done. Like, that's, that's, that's your setup. That, that's your setup, you know? Oh, my God. That's amazing. It's, yeah, it's yeah. truly my favorite guitar that I have at the moment. Um, yeah. It's... You know, it's quite beautiful, honestly, but uh, I don't know what material it's made out of. I have one made of carbon fiber. I don't know if this is carbon fiber. I don't think so because of how heavy it is. Right. But, um, well, it's I, definitely not ugly. Yeah, it's definitely not <laughs> ugly. <laughs> little inside joke from yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. But, anyways, that's the Enya Next G. It is amazing and i'm very glad that i own it yeah it sounds it sounds amazing through that speaker when yeah you were going on it earlier it, it it's so amazing. helpful to have a like even if i'm just hanging out at my house it's so helpful to have a little bit of reverb on it because i oh, i'm yeah. just i'm a hoe for reverb you know yeah, sure, <laughs> when i'm at a gig i'm like put all the reverb on my yeah. vocals you know so like <laughs> <laughs> can you wet that up a little bit yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah that's like it's just super helpful because you know it's just more pleasing to the ear and like the fact that you can eq it to exactly how you want it to sound like is just so helpful because then it, it makes it a f- more fun to play it and um like practice and stuff but it's just you know but how cool like just like you know like you're saying when you're at home and stuff you know if you're just jamming out with some people and stuff you don't have to like, go and be lugging a, a an amp and all this oh, stuff. Exactly. you literally just turn it on and start playing no that that gig with your um your neighbor um when yeah. I, I came around there, i could have just brought that you could have just brought that yeah, yeah. You had, also, you had to like set up a PA and do all that stuff. You could yeah. literally just set that up. Yeah. It also comes with headphones, so you can play silently. Nice. So yeah. See, that's awesome. It's just it's a it's the full package. Literally, it just comes with with pretty much everything you need. Also, a little extra bit. Um, it comes with these attachments that you put onto the the strap pegs, and it doesn't come with a guitar strap, but it 
ties. Like the, the strap to the case is the guitar strap. Oh, there you go. So yeah. it's kind of like an all-in-one deal. Ultimate like busking guitar too. Well, yeah, I was just gonna say like you know like you can do busking and stuff like that. And and the thing that really floored me is I was talking to her about the price point on this thing earlier. I thought for sure she was gonna tell me like this is a two thousand dollar guitar or something. It's under a grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's like the coolest it's, part. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's yeah it's pretty awesome. I know, and like I do a few solo gigs. Like I'm playing cork. Um, pretty soon like, oh, nice. on, on next Friday and you know I could just use that for that yeah. mm, for yeah. sure yeah I just you know I didn't even think anything like this could exist when I first like I got it and I didn't even like really know what it was yeah. they were just like hey can we like send you this and I'm like uh sure yeah why not it's, yeah, a, it's yeah. a guitar and then I got it and I didn't really know how it worked at first and then when I figured it out and I saw the microphone I was like no way yeah, like yeah. this is even awesome. better than I expected yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what too you know the the fact that they gave you one is working this is definitely now I want one really bad well, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna I was gonna say though Ben like usually this is usually the, the the tech corner of the show is your shopping hour you're looking at pedals or whatever but I gotta say man I might have one of these next week because yeah. <laughs> I'm really digging this guitar man yeah, it's super cool yeah well I couldn't recommend it enough yeah it's pretty awesome yeah I think they chose the right person to uh, for sure to to give a free one to mm-hmm. man. you're definitely spreading the word and also you know what a cool thing it's badass so um what you got com- oh, so we've already talked about where you were coming up but immediately what's coming up shows shows or anything like that you want to play shows um let me look at my little my little schedule yeah i know um, you're going on on tour in november yes um so i'm playing northwood art and music tomorrow right. in west palm and I'm also playing ER Bradley's on Saturday. ER Bradley's on Saturday. Yeah. What time is that? Six to uh, nine. Six to nine. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. those are, nice. those are like my immediate stuff. Um, sure. So yeah, that's that's what I got immediately. Awesome. And then Saturday as well, we're announcing the release of my song. So yeah, it's another thing. Nice um, one. I got I got Cork on Friday, and then we're playing Patty Max on Saturday, aren't we? Uh, mm-hmm. Nope, you and you and James. Oh, that's right, because you're away. Yeah. I'm you're in Vegas, in Vegas. <laughs> seeing Paramore. I'm gonna, phone it in, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna call you from Vegas. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You put like the the mic, uh, the phone up to the mic. I'm so torn. I did, they just put out the schedule the other day too, and there's like like five or six stages. I think there's like six stages, and like thankfully there's never like two bands at the exact same time that I want to see. Like, there's specific ones I want to see, but there are bands where, like, you know, at one extreme of, of the area, um, there's one stage and there's a band I want to see, and then literally, like, the minute they end, another band is starting on another stage clear across the entire fairgrounds you or whatever. you got to so. finally buy your electric scooter. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to. Man. I wonder how like big, sprint. like, how spread apart the stages are, because I can only imagine you're going to hear Las crossfire. Vegas, it's the Las Vegas oh, yeah. fairgrounds, so it's okay. got to be pretty big, I'd imagine. And they just put out, the, they just put out I don't know if you saw... They, uh, you know, this one, this, you know, I, I guess we're going to work out the kinks for everyone because this is the first one. This mm-hmm. is the first one we were young. But they just put out the flyer with all the bands announced for next year's Ooh. when we were young. And it's got like Green Day and Blink-182 and uh, some 41, like just a ton, oh, a ton wow. of bands. More like pop, pop, skate pop Way better bands yeah. even than like this time around. Like, right, but yeah. like as far, you know, as far yeah. as stuff that I listen to. And so, 
you know, like, of course, you know, we got the pre-sale code because we already have tickets. So, yeah, we got sucked in and we bought tickets for next year. I, <laughs> I, I know you were saying earlier how people were like, I can't believe, like, this yeah. is a real thing. And I think it's because My Chemical Romance is playing. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's the, one of the ones but, I absolutely want to see. Yeah. yeah. And here's a really weird side note. There's a band, which I actually like the band, but there's a band um, called Boys, uh, Boys Like Girls, I think it is. Yeah, boys like girls, um, and um, you know, the pop punk, you know that kind of stuff, whatever. Really, really good. And saw that they were on the schedule, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, I never seen these guys before. I mm-hmm. like their music. I never seen them before. Um, I had no idea. My wife uh, apparently, my wife's uh, one of the attorneys at the law office. My wife works at um, is a singer, guitarist, bass player, whatever for another band. And um, somewhere along the way, that band lost their bass player, and they and he's like childhood friends with the guys that are in that band so he's now in that band yeah and he's, oh they're like, they just got off a tour from like australia and they're gonna they're gonna play the festival so nice. wow. really crossing my fingers that he like is like hey come on backstage hey, that would be awesome <laughs> that'd be amazing yeah totally yeah. i mean you just ask him right now you know yeah. maybe that'd be a bit much yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Wicked, thanks for coming. Um, thanks for yes. having me. Yeah. Um, I, I forgot to say what time I was playing. So, Cork, I'm playing uh, um, from uh, 5 to 8 on yep. uh, on Friday, and, and Paddy Max is 9, nine to, to midnight, midnight yeah. on Saturday. Nice. Yep. But, yeah, it's, it was a pleasure. And um, we wanted to have you back on when we knew what we were doing because um, it's so kind <laughs> of you to come and sort of help to help us stagger through the first episode. Yeah, but be you your know, guinea pig on the first one. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where it's like 99% ums and errs from us. Well, <laughs> I think you're doing a fantastic job. Thank oh, you. Thanks, Sarah. We appreciate thank it. You. So thank you for having me back yeah, on. This has been and, uh, absolutely lovely. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll throw all the social medias and all the stuff up on the on the the, so the show notes and everything awesome. and as always everyone like subscribe and send us money yeah absolutely yeah, um yeah. go on the website and there's a button to yeah five six music five six one music.com is the website uh it has all the links to everything there uh if you want to find us on social media it's at five six one music podcast perfect click the button yeah. <laughs> see ya thanks guys bye